Welcome back to Dial H for Hero Clicks, episode 171. My name's Chris, I'm your host, and let's go. Joining me in the studio today, we have my good buddy Calder Ness. What's going on, Calder? Not much, Chris. Out of there, partner. <laughs> owning it, owning it. Uh, we also have a returning guest on our show. We appreciate him coming back, Mr. Clicks Flicks himself. Jamie, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I am exceptional. Not enough beer in the system. I already said that, but the, the listener didn't hear that. Now they do. All right. Nope. <laughs> Uh, there is basically no news to go over whatsoever. That's of any importance. So we're just going to play some games tonight. Don't know how long of an episode this is going to be, but we'll find out. We are going to start off with uh, some Bad Samaritan. Um, Calder, do you have a random number generator pulled up? I um, I actually will <laughs> in about a couple of seconds. That's fine. I'll continue. For those of you that have never played Bad Samaritan before, what I have done is chosen three figures, all modern age. There is a list of 20 clues. Calder has a random number generator. He's going to generate a number. He's going to give me that number. I'm going to give him the clue associated with it. Each round, everybody gets a guess. Three rounds. If they guess it right, in those three rounds, they win. If they don't, I win. All right. How about now? You got that going? No, you go ahead and keep talking. Okay. That, that the internet's getting them. That's yeah. It's that it's that internet up in the whale the wilderness. Actually, you know what? Finally, we can talk about. Let's that. talk about let's talk about some wilderness action. Because uh, I was I, I was off in my loneliness, not being able to speak to Calder for the last few days, because Calder was out in the middle of uh, South Dakota, just hanging out with yep. apparently mountain lions and stuff. Black Hills. Ah, uh, yeah, that was that was fun. So, me and a couple of guys went out to the woods. Maybe it was more of a cleansing thing. I don't know what it really was supposed to be. The word cleanse sounds really wrong, so we're not going to say that. No, but it's provocative, uh, man. It gets the people going. <laughs> yeah. So, we basically went out in the woods. We tried to survive off the land uh, for this last uh, couple of days. We just got, we started on Sunday-ish and then ended Friday and drove home, and that was pretty great. We set up traps, we hunted, fished, and if my voice doesn't sound great, it's because I have a little bit of a cold, because literally for lunch one day, I ate as many worms as I could that I found under rocks, so if I die any point during this podcast, just, you'll know. No, you can't, you can't die from <laughs> worms, right? That was only like, I mean, not. fear factors. It depends on the worms. But yeah. I guess that's true. What is and we ate a lot of plants and shit that I don't know what they were, so... Did you? <laughs> that, that's what got them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, hey, hold on. Where, did you cook the worms, or did you just eat, you eat them raw? I just... Do you cook worms? Is that a thing? I mean, some people did cook their worms, but somehow I just popped in my mouth. I don't think you cook worms. I don't think so. But, uh... That was only one day. That was only one lunch, so I don't think that'll kill me. Is that because me. you couldn't find anything else to eat? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> wow. Man's man right there. So if you need a survival tactic advice, go ahead and go ahead and email. Go ahead, yeah. 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 There you go. All right, you have a random right. number generator? 
We actually do now. Right. We're good to go. Give me a number. 16. 16. Open damaging power. Opening damaging power is absolutely nothing. It's blank. <sighs> I know. Setting you up awesome. real nice to start off with. I will give you a freebie. It's not Batman. Oh, okay. That clears up. <laughs> not as much as it used to, but not clears up enough. No. But there are over, like, 90 Batman figures at this point. There are. Yeah. I don't know how many of those are modern, but quite a few. Is it... Deadpool. It is not Deadpool. Jamie. Uh... Um, let me think here. On this opening click. Oh, man, I... Is it a... Uh, what is it? The Joker Thug from Joker's Wild. It is not Joker Thug. That was not a bad guess. By the way, listener, if you are listening at home, we encourage you, after I give you what the clue is, go ahead and pause the podcast. See if you can get it. Guess. Then press play. See if you're right. All right. Next number. Number 10. Number 10 is name of special power. <laughs> there are no special powers. Hmm. Man, really setting you guys up for this one. Really? Wow. This is horrible. No damage power. No opening damage power, no special powers. Well, well I'll tell you this, because I kind of feel bad for you guys. There's no damage power, it's whole dial. I don't know how right. helpful that is. Actually, I actually think I have a half-decent guess, but we'll, we'll wait on Cotter. Uh, I'm going to say Killer Moth. It is not Killer Moth. <sighs> all right. Um, all right, mine is, uh, is it... A Cobra Fanatic from Joker's Wild? It's not Cobra Fanatic, but that is also not a bad shot. I'm going to keep guessing Joker's Wild until it's Joker's Wild. So this is... <laughs> it's the last is round. Is it a Jackal? It's a Jackal, Jackal, it's a Jackal. <laughs> uh, give me a number, Calder. All right, click the click. Number two. Number two is point value. That's actually kind of useful. 40 points. 40 points. Hmm. I'm not good at the Japanese theme song, by the way. Man, you basically just, you basically have just to guess a 40-point figure out of the, all of them yeah. right now. That is, like, so difficult. That 40 points, no damage power at all, and no, no special, special power. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, just throw out a guess. We've got multiple games to go. Yeah, so I'll go with pretty sure... Oh, jeez. This is way harder than I thought it was going to be. I think this might be the most difficult out of the three tonight, though. I'll give you that. <sighs> Let's get to know. 
I'll say he might have a special power, and I don't know if it's true. No, I know he has a special power. Hmm. I was going to say porcupine, but I know it's his razor thing that's either a special power or it's a trait, and I can't remember. Hmm. Wow. Based off of the comments on HC Realms, this is not a good figure. <laughs> Quote, yeah, I absolutely think this is worse. It has lower attack and damage values and only two clicks of charge. I, I know what it is. There you go. I, that was, well, that was I'm pretty deal. sure. That was a bonus, bonus clue. What is it, Jamie? Is it uh, Warrior of Asgard? There you go. Got it. Hey. <laughs> was it the charge uh, that gave it away? It it was the charge, and then when you said about the comment, uh, yeah. that that was the the final nail. All right, no more extra cheaters. <laughs> All right, figure number two. Call her hit me with a number. Figure number two. Number sixteen. Number sixteen is opening damage power again. Opening damage power yeah. is perplex. Perplex. Is it Lorelei? It is not Lorelei. Alright. But I will say that I pulled that in sealed and played it with Zeus. And that was <laughs> awesome. Hmm. It's opening things perplex. Yes. Is it my turn? Yeah, it's your turn. I'm going to do... Yeah. Uh, what about the uh, the Savage the, – well, it's just called Hulk in the Mighty Thor set, but like the Savage She-Hulk, I think she starts with Perplex. It is not that Hulk or She-Hulk or whatever it is. Next okay. number. Five. Five is a rarity. Rarity is going to be a common. Common. Hmm. A common with Perplex. Is it Harley Quinn? It is not Harley Quinn. All right. That was a good guess. Common. I'm thinking here. What do we got here? Is it? Uh, is it? Um, Michelangelo from Heroes in a Half Shell? It is not Michelangelo. No. Last number. Last number. One. Team ability. Uh, <laughs> Batman ally. Common Batman ally perplex. It's got to be from Joker's Wild, then. There's one comment on this figure. So I don't know if this figure is good or not, according to the HC Realm community. 
can't possibly create my own opinions based off of what I see. <laughs> you got a got a guess, Jamie? Um, man, oh man. Um. He's got to have more comments than that on him. But the the the, bat, the Batman set, Batman, the Batman. the zero one. If you say if you say Batman, it'll cover all Batmans. <laughs> yes. Okay. It is not Batman. Ugh. I think. I feel like this might be from Elseworlds, though, just to throw us off. Hmm. Well, he said he thinks, so... He thinks, okay, yeah, yeah I so... I, would... I really don't know. I feel like this could go either way, because I don't know anything about this character. Is it that, um... The Joker creature Batman? The other... Okay, no, it's not. But... But, like... I, I feel like I want to give half credit to Jamie, because... <laughs> Because technically it's not called Batman. It's the Bat. It's uh, 007, the Bat from Elseworlds. Uh, it has the real name Bruce Wayne, but it's not called Batman. Uh, I don't know the history of this particular figure or the character that it's based off of. Do either of you? I don't know anything. I'm, nope. I'm a Marvel fanboy, so I don't know about DC. Oh, well, I'll make sure and remember that the next time you're on and we play Bad Samaritan and I'll just play all DC characters. Uh, so, I don't know, somebody that's listening, write in and let us know. I'll give you half credit. I'm taking the other half, so you're at one and a half. Nice. <laughs> I'll take it where I can get it. <laughs> all right, third uh, figure, first number, Calder. It is nine. Nine is range and number of bolts. It has zero range in one bolt. God, that could be like anything. Um, I'm getting really unlucky tonight. I, it's... <laughs> last episode, what was it? Calder, I'm pretty sure, set a record. Yeah, he that was actually really good. The, the character correct on first round, first clue. Yeah, I I heard that. That was that was <laughs> dumb. It's because like cheated, he's a savant. Though. He cheated. I did not cheat. <laughs> I just I just know that much about Battlestar. Gotcha. Uh, is it like, hmm? It is, in fact, like, hmm. Okay. Is it, <laughs> pretty it, close. It, is it the Mighty Thor fast or starter set Hulk? It is not. Oh, uh, a good one. Potter, what do you got for me? I am thinking... Is it Grizzly from Deadpool and the X-Force? It's not Grizzly. Oh, dang. All right. Next. 16. So you just will know it's damage power. Okay, that is the third time you've hit that tonight. Yep. You know what? Reroll. I don't want to hear I want to do this. Gonna, all right. <laughs> we got nine again, so I'll hit reroll. 12. There we go. 12. Any special combat symbols? Uh, no. No special combat symbols. Alright. <laughs> no range, no special combat symbols. Hmm. 
This is what you get, folks. When there are when there's no news, you just get radio silence because we're just playing Bad it's, Samaritan. <laughs> it's, uh, is it the um? Oh, what's that thing called? The uh, skeleton from the undead set? It is not. I would I would have taken either one of the skeletons because those are like the same. By the way. Pretty much, yeah. Is it the um, Hulk generic from What If, the uh, the gold, the What If, whatever, spawned a thousand Hulks? It no. is not. Okay. Well, not that. All right. Last one is 20. 20 is a free play, so you can pick anything okay. that you want. Um, you may go through the list. I don't think, Jamie, have you heard this list? I have not heard this list. All right. Team ability, point value, set, set number, rarity, named keyword, generic keyword, improved moving movement or targeting, range of number of bolts, name of special power, name of trait, any special combat symbols, opening whatever power, there's four of those, and the last are free play. So basically any one thing you want to know about this figure. Now, in the past, it's been very common that uh, people choose the set or a named keyword and that generally narrows it down quite a bit for most people. Yeah, I was going to say named keyword, but I don't, I don't know how Calder feels about it. I, I was thinking named keyword or set, so named keyword would be good for me too, man. Damn it, I think you guys are going to get it because I don't... Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Werewolf pack. <laughs> it's only keyword. <laughs> or only named keyword. So... I'm going to guess Werewolf Let's see, Alpha. You have a 50-50 chance. Yeah. You, you, it's either you or Jamie that gets it. Is that your final answer, Werewolf Alpha? Werewolf, werewolf Alpha is my final answer. No, wait, he has range, doesn't he? He's got uh, he's got the sidestep range combat answer, doesn't he? Yeah. No. Which one is it? Normal. Which one normal is it? Wer- nor- normal Werewolf. <laughs> the normal Werewolf. The normal one? Normal it's not the normal yeah. one. Jamie, which one is it? What? Uh, werewolf Alpha. You win. <laughs> what? Oh, man. Uh, oh, no. Cowder talked himself out of the right totally answer. Totally talked about it. That was horrible. Where, where did you think he would get ranged combat expert? I thought he had it. He's a Doesn't werewolf. He? Doesn't he? The uh, normal, on, the normal werewolf had range combat expert. The werewolf alpha doesn't have. Ah, jeez, I was confused <laughs> in the dials. Okay. I well, was so confused. Good job, Jamie. <laughs> good job, Jamie. All right. Yeah. Let's. let's wow. <laughs> let's move on. You know I love you, girl. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna do some casual comparisons. Casual comparisons where we pick three figures, uh, same iteration of the same of the character. We actually, I set a Twitter poll for four different X-Men this week. Got 18 votes on it. So thank you guys for your voting. And the winner was Colossus. So let's go over three different versions of Colossus, all of the same universe Colossus. At the end of it, we'll vote and figure out which one is Dial H's official Colossus. Jamie, you want to start us off? Uh, yeah, I picked the uh, Deadpool and X-Force uh, number 56 Colossus. Um, he has two point values, uh, 150 points, and I'm not sure what the other one is. But uh, he's um, there's 80 points is the other one, and uh, he has uh, improved movement, ignores hindering terrain, 
has a trait called uh, Russian strength. And it says uh, Colossus can use super strength. Um, he has a zero range with one bolt, which is not a surprise. X-Men team ability uh, starts off with a 10 movement with a special 11 attack with Quake, which is a lot better nowadays. Uh, 18 defense with Invincible and Indomitability, which is uh, Invincible is a lot better now too. And four damage. He has the armor, X-Force, and X-Men keywords. Uh, his special on his movement is former Juggernaut, and it says Colossus can use charge and improve movement, ignores blocking terrain, and destroys blocking terrain as the character moves through it. So he ignores hindering terrain, breaks up uh, blocking terrain, has Quake, which you can do a single target Quake now, and traded super strength so you can charge and hit somebody with a heavy object for um, six damage. He can hit pretty heavy. I'll give him that. Yeah, he can yeah. hit. And, and the Invincible now, where um, you take a maximum of three and you reduce by two, and you can reduce penetrating damage, I feel like this dial got a lot better when they switched it over. Oh, especially when they got rid the of rules. the Mystics. Every character yeah. that has uh, Invincible instantly got mm -hmm. better when they nerfed Mystics. So yep. I'll definitely I'll give him that. Calder, who's your pick? Uh, my pick is the AVX number 12 Colossus, the bald Colossus. At least that's what we call them. He's uh, 175 points. He has armor, mystical, and X-Men for his keywords. He's got indomitable and, of course, the X-Men ability. Improved movement. He ignores hindering terrain and ignores blocking terrain and destroys blocking as he moves through it. He's got a special speed power, movement power for his first three clicks. I believe in the X-Men. Colossus can use charge and plasticity. If he has two action tokens, adjacent friendly characters that can use the X-Men team ability can use that team ability as a free action. And then he has a special defense power that he has on his first, third, and last click. Uh, Steel-skinned X-Man. He can use defend and impervious. And so he's rocking a 10 movement, 11 attack, super strength, top dial, 18 defense, 4 damage. Only a super strength for 3 clicks, and then he goes to some sidestep and power and stuff. But this was a solid Colossus. I played a lot of AVX, and uh, his speed power, being able to use it, uh, X-Men team abilities, a free action, helped a lot of teams I've played against, and I've seen this Colossus used to a great effect. So it's definitely my pick. I think that I, that when this figure came out, I think it did... It pulled a little bit of its weight. I think it yeah. did, yeah, like what you just said about how it used its abilities to its the effect that you really wanted it to. But in, with the stats you got at the time when this figure came out, I think it was a lot better. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I definitely liked it, and the plasticity helps them. Um, I, whenever I played them in AVX, I always used them at the 125 point mark just because that's how I play. But, uh, the, the plasticity and charge was definitely nice to slow down some hypersonic. So let me ask this. Let me go back. Jamie, why is the Colossus you chose, why is it like your definitive Colossus? Well, right now, um, you know, when you think of uh, Colossus, or at least I think of them, I always think of somebody that's super strong and can take a hit. And we were talking about before the program where, like, he typically just gets punched in the mouth a bunch and doesn't really do too much. Um, so I think with the invincible up front on this one, that it's more representative of that. Um, 
he has a high attacking damage uh, values for him. But I think the in, the invincible up front really shows that you know he uh, can take a licking and keep on ticking. Calder, what what makes you uh, what made you pick this one? Yours. Uh, this one because he's more of a team player, Colossus. Because I always feel a Colossus should have defend, and then the little X and two abilities of free action is just kind of a little extra for me, anyways. Okay, fair enough. Uh, the Colossus I chose is zero zero one from the Uncanny X Men set, coming in at fifty points with the X Men team ability. Starts top die with charge, super strength with ten attack. He has seven speed, eighteen defense with that invincible, and three damage. No ability or no power on on his last or on his damage power. He does have one trait, no special powers, but the trait says it's a unique modifier. When this character is healed by the X Men team ability, modify its combat values except damage by plus one until your next turn. Uh, the reason I chose this character is because what Jamie just mentioned a second ago. We were talking about this uh, prior to starting the show tonight, but every comic that I've pretty much ever read with Colossus in it. I think other than his standalone he had back in the like 90s, it was like a four-part issue or something like that, he just always gets his butt handed to him in every single fight. So to me, I can't invest 150 or 175 points in a character that just gets his butt handed to him in the comic all the time. But he does start with that one click of Top Dial Invincible that I think is fantastic. You've got a four-square charge with ten attack that can swing for five, for 50 points. He's got some staying around power with uh, one click of Invincible, two clicks of Invol, and two clicks of Toughness. He has one click of Charge, and then four clicks of Sidestep. No special combat symbols. What I think I want out of my Colossus, I think this delivers without over-costing. So... That's me. What do you guys think about that? Yeah. I mean, he's definitely... Like, if you're putting him out there just to take a hit, you you want a lower-cost figure. So that's what this guy is. And I think, too, like, uh, the super strength on those first three clicks where super strength does knockback now. So you're able to, you know, spread out some figures if you're able to hit with a 10. What's good about that? Because, yeah, he does have knockback with that super strength. But he also has sidestep on those next few clicks, so you knock him away. And even if they mm-hmm. do damage him, he can still at least move towards them, you know? Right. To get back into the fight after he yeah. knocked him away. Uh, and that, that's provided you did choose to actually knock the figure back, because knockback is optional. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I do kind of like this one. Because he can get smoked off, like, really early in the game, and he can still sidestep around and heal other X-Men if he wants to, especially if they also have the all-new, all-different X-Men ability. So that's pretty cool of him, too. All right, Jamie, what's your actual vote on? Um, well, if we're going for comic accurate, I, I would have to say the 001 Uncanny X-Men one. Okay, okay. Calder, what about you? Um, yeah, now I'm starting to look at them. For the points, you can pair them. Zero, zero, 001 is pretty darn good. Yeah, like, the, I, okay. I want to say the one I picked, but I don't know that it's three times better. Yeah, see, when you start looking at it that way, it's like, ugh, maybe not. 
so I think back in the day when the AVX Colossus came out, yeah, I think that was a solid figure. I, my brother used that particular Colossus. If we would be doing casual comparisons back then, I think that that would have been the Colossus that I chose. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though he's bald, but whatever. Uh, but when 001 came out, and this was right during a time period where my brother, my brother's favorite figure or favorite um, character in all of Marvel Comics was Colossus. But I kept pointing mm-hmm. out to him in comics that I'd read. I'd like send uh, screenshots of comics that I read. I'd be like, here's another example of Colossus getting his ass handed to him. And then slowly but surely, my brother's like, all right, you win. Colossus isn't my favorite character anymore. Because I swear, he like never wins a fight. So I, don't, I, just, I can't invest too many points into him. But I will say yeah. this. If you are a huge Colossus fan, like I'm not trying to detract anybody from being a Colossus fan. 056 from Deadpool is a good figure. 150 points, yeah. you've got a beat stick of a character. Especially with that traded super strength. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to go with 001. Plus, it does have a little bit of that, um, what Calder mentioned, that the AVX one has, which was some team player aspect with that ability. Yeah. The Colossus, the 001, still has the X-Men team ability. So, like Calder said, exactly like Calder said, even if he gets hit off of the Invincible, you can sidestep around and use the X-Men team ability that's him being the helpful, lovable, Peter Rasputin that we all we all know. That's his helpful side, but at least he can take a hit up front. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Zero zero one. Uncanny X Men Colossus. That is our Colossus. Moving on, we have a hidden gems. Hidden gems is a segment where we just go over a figure that kind of slipped under the radar. When the set that it came out in came out, everybody was already talking about whatever was the best thing in the set. This set, or in this particular instance, we are going to talk about the Guardians of the Galaxy 2 movie set. We're going to be talking about Ravager, 007. So what do you get with Ravager? Why is he good? Why did I pick him for the the hidden gem of, of this episode? First of all, he's 20 points. He has the pilot, pirate, and Ravager keyword no special symbols but he has a trait and this is why i like this character the trait says a pirate's life for me during force construction you may pay 20 points for this character if you do at the beginning of the game choose a starting point during force construction you may pay 10 points each for up to four of this character if you do at the beginning of the game an opponent chooses must choose a distinct starting line for each one so i think this is really cool because if you have four of these guys, by the way, it has four separate starting lines. The first starting line has running shot, energy explosion, 10 attack, four range, one bolt. With uh, two defense, it has support. So you have, a, you have an offensive character or you have a supporting character for, let's say you play four of them, for 10 points. The second starting line has charge blades with battle fury, 10 attack for, uh, let's see, seven speed on that. So a four-square charge for blades for 10 points. The third starting line has sidestep with 10 attack with poison and 
what is that? Empower? No, not empower. Enhancement. Enhancement. Thank you. The green one, enhancement. So for 10 points, you at least have a, a guy that can sit back next to the other, your your range-based character, increase their damage by one, and if they do decide to move in, at least you have poison to help out. And then the last starting line has seven uh, speed with leap climb, 10 attack with a special power that says, when Ravager hits with an attack after actions resolve, give the hit character an action token. He has 10 attacks, so it just says if they're hit... It doesn't say that he has to do damage, but if he hits them, they get an action token. He also has Empower with two damage. Mm -hmm. So blank defense on every one of these starting lines. But if you do play him, you're going to play him, all four of them, you're going to play him for 40 points. And for all of that for 40 points, with two clicks of life apiece, that means your opponent needs to hit four separate times, 17 defense on all four of them. And it needs to do at least two damage to each one of them to kill all of them. So even if you're coming in, your character, your opponent's character does like four damage. Well, you took out one Ravager. Good job. I still have three more. So I thought that this was actually a fantastic figure. And I really wish more people would play this just because even if you don't want to spend the 40 points, you just want to spend the 20 points, at least top dial you can start off with either Empower or Enhancement or Support. And I thought that was awesome. What do you guys think? I um, I mean, if you look at playing at playing them as a, a unit at ten points each, I really like them a lot. Like, if you took any one part, like for you know ten or twenty points, it's not bad. But when you start thinking that you're getting all of that for forty points, you know you're getting eight eight clicks of life basically, and um. Two of the support powers help out the other two figures. Um, so you figure the uh, running shot one is going to get three damage if you line up your enhancement figure right. Um, and the one that sidesteps can get something from the empower if you line that up right for three damage. Then you have your blades. So it, for 40 points, it has good damage output. And I always have to like figures with the pirate keyword. So. Yeah, and not a very often seen keyword. Yeah. But, I mean, definitely cool. And also, if you just happen to be one of the very lucky people that pulled the Yondu from the set, the figure that definitely overshadowed everything else in the set to the point where no one was talking about the Ravager, mm -hmm. you can play this on a theme team, their Ravager's keyword. Yeah. So you can boost that Yondu with your Ravager's for funsies. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about you, Calder? I, I kind of love figures like this, like him and Morlock are both really sweet figures, so... And I like the idea of your opponent kind of picking his poison at the beginning of the game whenever he wants to set up the Ravager style, especially if you're playing multiples of these. Uh, they're pretty awesome. I don't know how much mileage you're going to get out of his taking prisoners one, since he only has leap climb for that. You know, click, you know, running shot or charge or anything, but it is still really cool with Empower, at least, that he has to help out. So, no, I definitely think he's pretty solid and definitely overshadowed by other stuff in the set. Uh, by the way, it does say choose a distinct starting line for each one. So, your opponent, if you do play four of them on a team, you will get all four of the starting Everyone. lines. Mm -hmm. So, I thought that was pretty cool. The only unfortunate thing about this figure is that, other than, I guess, 
the keywords could be a little bit more diverse. But other than that, I did check Cool Stuff Inc. They're running at about $4 a pop. So that kind of sucks. Hopefully people out there were lucky enough to, you know, pull them on your own. But I know if I had this character, I'd be playing this character. I just think it's a fun character, and hopefully someone out there, someone out there can, like, derive some enjoyment out of how ridiculous is it, this will be for, like, a whopping 40 points. If you put it on the same team as Yondu, you still have, uh, on a 300-point team, you still have 160 points to spend, and you already have five characters on your team. That's pretty sweet. All right. Let's move on. Uh, last actual segment that we have. I think we need to take a trip, Calder. Trip, uh, trip down to the corner. Down to the, the dusty old corner. Oh, well, it's dusty not dusty anymore. We, we, we lubed it up. We s- swept it up. <laughs> oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, we, we need to know. Don't leave us in the dark. <laughs> All right. So, we got a pretty cool figure. All right. Really cool. He's got uh, he's got three range, like a solid guy is. No special combat symbols. He's got improved movement. Ignores characters. Sidestep, top dial. Ten attack, the special power. 17 defense with ESD and one damage throughout. So he's got ESD, sidestep, special attack power, and one damage throughout for all his four clicks. So he's a pretty low point guy. And uh, he's got a trait uh, the first time during your turn when one or more opposing characters are KO'd. After resolutions, choose one. Modify this character's speed, attack, damage values by plus one, or heal this character of one damage. So Somebody else kills something or picks something off. Then this character's rocking an 11 attack, 10 movement, and 2 damage top dial. This is what makes him cool. His special attack power that he's got through all his entire dial is whenever he uses sidestep, after actions resolve, he can use pulse wave as a free action. So, for only 45 points, he's only got three range, but you can move all the way up. Nine squares, and then sidestep two squares, and you can pulse wave the entire team. You know, you only have three range, maybe if they're all clustered together, you can pulse wave them all, so that's really cool. Or, with just a little bit of perplex, and with his trait going off first, you can potentially, you know, rule a three, get his damage up to a four or something, and then maybe get his attack value up to an 11 or a 12, and uh, he can pulse wave one just character just by moving all the way across, you know, he's moving 11 squares, and then pulse waving him as a free action and he still has ESD on top of that to help him stay a little safe from range I think I know who this figure is <laughs> yeah I, I know exactly who it is <laughs> alright who is it it is uh, it's Riptide from the Uncanny X-Men set I've literally never seen him played before so oh, that's really dude. cool but I've played him a few times he's legit he's really yeah, really he's good, good. Really good. So the the purpose of this, the value corner, is to see how many real-world dollars we would be spending on Riptide. Now, I happen to know exactly how much Riptide is because oh, I've right. this figure multiple times. But so, yeah. no, that's, no, that's fine because this figure should be worth way more than it actually is. It really is a value. So 
Jamie, do you have a guess on how much this is? Uh, what is it? he's like a common or an uncommon? Yeah. Um, uh, fifty-five cents. A little bit lower, but that was a good. That was a solid guess. Coming in at Calder. At thirty-nine cents. Oh, dude, he dropped in price even com. since I looked at him. He was forty-nine cents last time. Oh, see, <laughs> so yeah, he's thirty-nine cents on cool stuff. Just checked. And, and yeah, the, all I'm saying is he has the Marauders keyword. You can put an entire theme team of just Riptide. Get your theme prob and just run oh. them across the map in Pulse Wave every turn. <laughs> Since he isn't, yeah, he's not silvering or anything. It's pretty great. Uh, you fit, what, six of these on a 300-point team, which I've seen actually done at ROCs before. and Or it was close. To, it was like five or, five or six of them on the same team, and they filled out the remaining points with some whatever. But mm-hmm. it's super funny. Seriously, <laughs> an eleven square pulse wave. <laughs> that's good stuff. All right. Yeah. 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 You can be. Yeah. No, dumb. it's good. I, I don't. I wish I had something to say about it. It's just good overall. Like, good luck. You know, hitting a nineteen defense at range for a forty-five point figure. Yeah, that's true. That's and very true. and like you said, there's like five or six of them. So. Which I mean. More power to you. If you want to run a team with six Riptides on it, then do it. You get five Theme Prob because of it? Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Plus, he only has a three-square range, so you could you could theoretically move them up and be within pulse range of hitting someone else and then be well within range to actually use Prob on your own people. So right. that's fantastic. I kind of want to just play Marauders. Have you ever, like, played against keywords that you just really like to play against because they're just so ridiculous? Marauders oh, is yeah. super fun to play. They're so freaking weird. Mar- Marauders is good. I love it. And, um, well, Actually, Scrambler's stock went up since the rules changed with his uh, outwit. What happened to him? Speaking of Marauders. He uh, can use outwit, but uh, only target characters... Uh, regardless of line of fire, when he does counter all power showing on the character's dial. So, That's uh, maybe it did go up. I like that it. That still, still takes it off, though. I like it. Okay, that is uh, Riptide. Riptide's good stuff. Let's uh, pretty much just wind down the episode. We're going to move on to community, do some uh, house cleaning, and we'll get out of here. Uh, I posted right. a, a question on Twitter. The question was, which upcoming set are you more excited for? Thor Ragnarok, Star Trek, or TMNT? Legitimately, though, this isn't part of the tweet. I totally forgot that Harley was a thing. (laughs) So I didn't include it in the tweet, which I could have, but I totally forgot. And what made me remember that was people answering with that answer. So, um, Calder, what are you most excited for? Uh, I'd say I'm most excited for the Thor Ragnarok movie set. Have you seen Definitely. it? They spoiled a couple of things, but they weren't like... I saw the Thor and the Hulk dial. Yeah, the ones that are like Gladiator saying. Arena buddies, or whatever they're doing. They're like 75 points, and... Yeah, uh, I really and I'm really digging that Hulk sculpt. looks really cool. That Hulk sculpt looks sweet. And yeah, I even, it definitely does. I even said that that was probably, as far as 
like Warbound Armor Hulk goes in the history of Heroclix, that's my favorite one. Yeah. That, yeah, it was pretty good. Um, Jamie, what about you? Um, I feel like T, uh, TMNT. I was getting a little burnout there for a little bit when they... Hello? Back into it. Can you hear me? Oh, it just cut out for a second. Okay. You guys have been cutting out a little bit too, but it's okay. Um, the uh, TMNT set, um, just because uh, I was getting a little burnt out with them when they had like all three sets right in a row. But uh, now that they waited a little bit, I'm pretty excited to get back into playing those. Yeah, hopefully they bring new sculpts. Because I, yeah. was, I was sick of the sculpt reuse. Yeah, I, I almost wish they'd cut the set size in half and just use the sculpt one time. My answer to this was one thing, and then they spoiled the Thor set, and then I think I changed my answer. I I was not really excited for the two figures that they showed. And this is only going to be like a, what, a, a 16-click set or something like that. So that's already two mm-hmm. pieces I don't want to pull. So I changed my answer to TMNT, and that's with the hope that they did actually change the sculpts. If they didn't change mm-hmm. the sculpts, if they're reusing sculpts, then I'll stick with Thor. But until right now, it's it's tentative. Down the list, we have Married with Clicks. Jason says TMNT. Amber says Gotham Girls. Chris Kurtz says Harley and the Girls. Nick Accord says Harley Quinn. God, why do you guys like Harley Quinn so much? That King Shark looks awesome. That's legit, though. I've seen. Have you guys seen that King Shark figure? Yeah. No, I didn't boss. see a King Shark it, figure. It looks ballin'. They did a whoever designed that, bravo. That is a really cool looking piece. That's in my opinion, that's almost as cool as Man Bat's figure. The recent Man Bat from Joker's Wild. Um uh, Nit Pit Nick Pitt, my bad. Ragnarok, because it's only one of the three I sort of care about. Way too many sets in twenty seventeen. I'm tapped out. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh Alan Wilkinson, Thor, but We'll maybe get a team in T or two if there's anything good in there. Trek-wise, I'll wait for uh, the next generation. Also, more Yu-Gi-Oh kick- clicks, please. You guys ever think we'll get more Yu-Gi-Oh clicks? I don't, if I'm, I, I skipped both waves in there. As soon as they said not modern age, I was like, I'm. I checked out. I was like, I'm not not buying this now. I love them, so I have a hope that we're going to get, like, the normal Duelers starter pack. Like, maybe just, like, Joey and Yugi and Kaiba and stuff. That'd be really cool, and they can, like, work off the table and help the monsters. That's the only thing I would want more from Yu-Gi-Oh! Do, do you guys feel like they realized that by not making them modern, they kind of shot themselves in the foot? Yep. I th- Yeah, I would think so. Cause, Especially... Uh, my- my shop and a few places that I go, like, still has Yu-Gi-Oh! both waves on the shelf that nobody buys. Gotcha. Mm. I, when they announced for the first time that TMNT was, in fact, going to be modern, look how well that sold. Mm-hmm. You do the, th- the same thing with Yu-Gi-Oh! and it will sell. There are a lot yeah. of people in this game that they've never played Yu-Gi-Oh! They never watched the anime. But if you make it modern, they'll buy the clicks if they're good enough and competitive enough. So mm-hmm. there you go. Uh, Matthew Ryan said Star Trek Star Trek I hope this brings in new players I have, I hope for you the same as well I don't know a lot of people who are Trekkies and then would see Hero Clicks and go man I want to I play whatever game that is 
but I sincerely wish you the best of luck. Um, yeah, I feel like uh, those people are going to more go for the, if they play anything, the the attack wing one. Yeah. Uh, Damon Thawne. Scotty, be my team back to the starting zone and Bones heal the crew. Also, Khan! You put that at like many A's and an exclamation point. So. Uh, Jonathan Davis. Thor, I'm over the TMNT sets because all they do is just pump out figures we already have. Don't like Star Trek at all either. Sonny Birdwell said Star Trek and Hardly. And then Greg Miller. Greg Miller tweets in a lot. I appreciate you, Greg Miller. Ragnarok. He's not the only one that tweets in a lot, but man, I see him all over the place. I think it's his, his little picture on Twitter is a picture of Thanos, which is sitting down, and I love it. Because I love mm. Thanos. Did you, uh, did you post that to Twitter, Calder? Uh, on Facebook? Uh, no, I didn't have the time to because I was oh, that's right. trying to stay alive. Eating muskrats and snakes and stuff. Yep, Makes exactly sense. that. We'll, uh, we'll let this one slide. Slide. I'll be on top <laughs> of it next week, though. Uh, is... Go ahead. Oh, never mind. I, I was going to say it's called her training to be on a loan. <laughs> As that would be so moment, great. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Um, okay, so we did get uh, some mail, though, or was it a comment? Some mail. Facebook? Uh, Facebook message, right in our DMs there, our PMs, or however you want to say it on Facebook. Malcolm Rush, we had a question. So with the new Thor set coming out, Heroclix has had a major change between not only the rules and all the new objects. His question is, which sets in Heroclix history had the most influence in the game when they came out? And out of those sets... Which one is the most influenced over the years? Influenced or influencing? Influenced. He said influenced over the years. Or influencing could also work. I think it's the same thing. Uh, I already know the answer. My answer, at least. My opinion. I'm going to go with the Infinity Gauntlet set, and that was because it was the introduction of the idea of resources. If you look at how influencing the idea of the creation of resources were for such a long period of the game like god when was the last when was the last resource made the last um, one that'd be justice, justice league, league teleporter justice yeah. league teleporter man you're talking about a set infinity gauntlet that came out in 2012 and the justice league teleporter came out in which set World's uh, finest. finest. World's finest. Yeah. 2016. So you're talking about like a four-year spread of the, incre- the creation of a mechanic, where it pretty much ruled the meta. So that's my answer. It's mm. a good answer. All right. Yeah. No. Definitely. And so uh, what I would choose is maybe more or less in the same vein of yours, but uh, War of Light. War like definitely had a huge impact on the game, not only with the amazing figures that were in it, like Weapon Earth Cord and everybody else that helped, but definitely the entities, uh, because that was so new and shocking, just freaking everybody out. They were on every single meta team, every single whatever, for like the longest time. And then slowly dribbling off to like Jocasta and then the two entities in Wonder Woman and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I definitely think, especially there for a while, the game, when it had entities, it was like at its most complicated with entities and resources and everything, so I thought that definitely had a huge impact on the game. Oh, yeah. 
I agree. When, when you have every team in a tournament have at least one of those on it, you know it's something that's important. Yeah, definitely. Jamie, um, well, can I change my answer from earlier? The more I'm thinking about it, the more I want to I want to change it. Yeah. The um. The actually, listener doesn't know what you chose it earlier. Was, it it was Supernova because that was the first set that had chases. But the the more that I'm listening to you guys talk and thinking about it, I'm going to change my answer to the first Avengers set because that's the first set we had special powers and cards in. Hmm. In oh, 2005. Yeah. Wow, God. That seems so long ago that like you forget about it because think about how many how many people have come into this game never knowing that there were once upon a time characters that didn't have special powers that didn't have traits. Right. Yeah. Wow. So that's that's why I, cha- I was like, well, once I thought about where the special powers came from, I was like, I got to pick that one. That was. That was a solid idea. That was a solid idea to introduce the idea of multiple powers on the same click and how powers can interact differently based off of the character that they're on. That just opened up the floodgate of what they could do with the game of Hero Clicks. Yeah, it just it made it more flavorful because there was a lot of a lot of figures where you run into a problem where like, you know, one power in a in a particular slot doesn't necessarily suit them, but if you give them two powers in that slot, then it, it really starts to have the flavor of that figure. Like uh, a Hulk with just super strength or just quake doesn't quite feel like Hulk. But if you give a Hulk super strength and quake, then all of a sudden, you know, you're, you're like, oh, this is definitely the Hulk. Agreed. 100%. And I, for those of you like myself that have been playing since way back in the day, the first, uh, the first Wolverine, what does Wolverine do? He runs straight headfirst into battle and he slashes his claws. The first Wolverine did not have charge. He had like stealth or something, and I was like, why? Why? Mm. But if you would have given him like stealth and charge at the same time, let me make sure that, that that's right. Yeah. Yep. Seventy-five point Wolverine made no sense. He had stealth and he couldn't mm-hmm. charge in. Missed an opportunity, but I'm glad they made special powers. Yep. Okay. Uh, hope that answers your question, Malcolm. We are going to... Uh, Mr. Clicksflex, you want to plug everything that you got, and then we're going to see if we can get out of here. Uh, okay. I've I've been having a real busy week on social media trying to get things up and running. I have a... Uh, the, my YouTube channel is uh, Mr. Clicksflex. I have a Facebook group now where you just go into Facebook and look up the group Mr. Clicks Flicks, and it has the same banner from my YouTube page, so it should be easy to find. Um, and I also launched a Patreon page um, to you know try to get some more content out there and fund my channel. And uh, actually, I've been uploading this week. Uh, t-shirts are one of the reward levels, and so I uh, put out some of the uh, – the first four designs for that on my Twitter, which is also at Mr. Clicks Flicks. All right. Seriously, though, um, listener, please go watch his videos. It's good stuff. I enjoy that. I appreciate you putting out uh, the content that you're putting out. And I, I noticed that you're starting to put out content at a faster rate than what you used to. So Yeah, I'm definitely I'm, – I'm trying to go for two days a week, and sometime I'm, sometimes I'm able to throw a third one in there. So Okay. Well, um, we also have a Twitter at Dial H4, the number four. 
uh, Twitter. So make sure you're following us on Twitter if you don't have a Twitter account. That is where I do most of my tweeting and polls and uh, linking to things. So make sure you get a Twitter at least just to follow us. That would be great. Uh, we're mm-hmm. on Facebook, Dial H for Hero Clicks. Uh, we also have a YouTube channel, Dial H for Hero Clicks. We recently monetized that channel, so if you guys just go and watch the videos or at least click them and let them play in the background, um, you know, you help out the channel. We appreciate that. Uh, we have a Gmail account, which is dialhforheroclicks at gmail.com. You can send us in questions, comments, concerns, whatever. Uh, constructive criticism is always welcome, guys. We really appreciate that. And then uh, we are bringing back the super fan status. So make sure you're tweeting in to us and talking to us and stuff like that. Uh, we will definitely be hooking whoever we end up naming the super fan up with some kind of prize. Speaking of prize, one last thing that, uh, that Dial H is doing is we are now an Amazon affiliate. Uh, whoever it was, because I don't know who you are, that purchased something using one of our links, we actually made some commission off you. So I'll tell you right now, thank you. And we are not going to forget about you. Make sure you let us know who you were because I'm going to hook you up with something. But in order to keep that going, keep the hype up, we are giving away a digital copy of the Doctor Strange movie. So the next person that goes on to Amazon through one of our links and purchases something, just let us know what it was when you purchased it. So the first person that does that, I'll send you uh, a code for a digital copy of Doctor Strange. Um, closing thoughts. Do you guys have anything else before we get out of here? Nope. I don't have anything. This was fun. Yeah, it's yeah, always it's... great when you come on. Appreciate it's... that. Yeah. Calder? I just want to say that uh, in the brick of Thor I got, I got Kamala Khan as my colossal. I couldn't be angrier, so curse you, Kamala Khan! It's <laughs> <laughs> one of the ones I wanted! If you could have gotten any uh, Colossal out of your uh, booster, what would you have wanted? Uh, Mangog or Carnage, and if not them, grouped. All right, make sure you send Calder a Mangog or a Carnage. He'd really appreciate that. He'll probably move you out into uh, South Dakota and teach you how to live off the land as a thanks. I will. I will, actually, yes. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Seriously, guys, thank you for listening. We really appreciate it. Go check out Mr. Clicks, and we will definitely see you next time. Bye. Right. Yeah.